Today I'll be uh, talking about uh, Jean-Marc, as you say in French. Uh, sounds better. <laughs> uh, last week uh, we heard, uh, as Paul um, talked about the life of uh, Hannah, um, how Hannah perseveres in, in the Lord um, for her anxiety and then how God um, responds to a prayer, and as we continue in the series, looking at uh, some of the significant people, even though it's not written too much about them uh, in the scripture today, we would be looking at um, the life of uh, John Mark. And um, I would like to submit to you uh, my reflection this morning, uh, based on two specific questions. Um, the first one is um, who influences you, and then the second one, uh, who do you influence? Um, and uh, hopefully through uh, observing uh, the events and uh, the life of uh, John Mark, um, we would be either encouraged or challenged um, by um, looking at his life. And um, as we observe uh, the book of Acts, quite a few things are said about um, John Mark. Um, his mother is Mary. Uh, in, uh, in the Bible, we, uh, we do know that in Acts chapter 12, from verse 12, um, we see that uh, his mom uh, was hosting uh, the church, the early Christians, in, in her house um, for their meetings and, and some of the gathering um, so you can you can read that in the um, in art chapter 12 and uh, there is no indicator of his um, father in the in the Bible um, nothing is said about it uh, either his his dad was already dead or but we don't see much about um, his death. So this, this will be looking into his relationships here. Um, his mom seems to be a very, um, having a house on her own uh, in the time, you would indicate that she's a well-off woman um, and uh, having the ability to host the church in, um, in her house as well. So uh, she probably um, uh, a wealthy woman and um, of course, um, a disciple of Jesus and a, a God fearer, if we can put it this way. In Colossians chapter four, verse ten, also there is an indicator that um, Jean Marc is a cousin to Barnabas, um, and we would uh, mention uh, his connection a bit more um, with uh, Barnabas, Barnabas later. But we see it uh, referred to Colossians that he is cousin with, uh, with Barnabas. And um, it's possibly that uh, John Mark was also uh, converted to Christianity by, by Peter. And um, if we observe 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 13, we see there that um, Peter is referring to... Uh, to John Mark as his son. And usually um, uh, those expressions, we can see that in Paul as well, the way that Paul re relates to those he, he led to Christ and he 
somehow uh, position himself as their father in Christ. So um, even though it's not plainly expressed that way, but there is a possibility that much scholars understand that um, um, John Mark was converted um, by Peter. And um, as, as we read about him, um, we would be able to see uh, who are the people who influence his life, especially uh, having meetings, uh, Christian meetings, uh, being held in, in their house uh, regularly. Uh, when one of the disciples, I think uh, Peter, was, was in prison and then when he was released uh, miraculously, and then uh, went into, into Mary's house. And so we see the familiarity of, um, of John Mark here uh, with uh, early Christianities and uh, early disciples, and possibly he even uh, maybe met uh, Jesus uh, face to face. And um, there is an incident, uh, a very strange verse actually in, uh, in the Gospel of Mark, um, where in, uh, during the, the events uh, leading to the crucifixion of Jesus, when the soldiers coming to arrest um, Jesus, there is a young man in there who ran naked. Uh, you know, quite interesting <laughs> pointed here. And, and it's, uh, uh, Mark is the only person actually mentioning that. Uh, it's not mentioned in, in other Gospels. And... Um, uh, many people think that he's actually talking about himself. Um, otherwise, in the middle of the night, how do you know that someone is running naked anyway? <laughs> so um, there's a possibility in there that uh, he has connection with Jesus, that he uh, have met Jesus face to face, and he was right there even at the time that Jesus was going to face face the cross. <laughs> But randomly, uh, who do you think are the people who uh, influenced the life of, of John Mark? His mom, of course, and his dad. But beside that, who are the thing that, who are the people that you think influence his life? Come on, talk to me. <laughs> Peter, obviously, as um, uh, he seems to be the one who uh, led him to Christ. So Peter is someone who. Who influences life? Paul. Paul um, yes. Uh, in, in Acts of Apostles, we see uh, a lot of connections between um, Barnabas and Paul and um, John Mark as well. So he has influence from, from Paul as well. Yeah, yeah. You can imagine the number of the disciples coming in. Um, in the, um, the house for, for prayer. And so he has that, that influence in his life. Someone else was mentioning Barnabas. Yes, they are cousins. And so, and so just from what we, uh, we just spoke about now, you, you can see the quality of the influence that, um, that John Mark has in, in his life. And, um, and those influence in his life uh, probably contributed to who he has become. And so the, uh, 
the first reflection that I would like to, uh, to submit to us here is that um, who, do you, who do you let yourself influence with or who influences your life? Uh, what is your connection? What, what, what are your surroundings? In, uh, in Proverbs uh, chapter 13, verse 20, it says, Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffer harm. And uh, what Proverbs is, is indicating here is you should be wise in the way you choose who you associate yourself with. It's... Um, it should be a, a thoughtful decision to um, decide who can influence me, what, what sort of influence um, I have in, uh, in my life, or why do I allow myself to be influenced by this? And um, because... Um, we can be influenced positively and we can be influenced uh, negatively. So the, the encouragement um, uh, this morning by um, observing uh, the life of uh, John Mark here is uh, we should be wise people in um, how uh, we allow things that impact our lives. And we should... Uh, Surround ourselves with people who display the quality that we value. Uh, this week, as we uh, reflect on the life of uh, Billy Graham, um, uh, you see uh, the outpouring of people who want to pay tribute to, to him because of the influence that he has on their lives. And it says that, Almost all of the American presidents somehow have been impacted by the life of, of Billy Graham. And why would they choose to be influenced by him? Because they've seen in him something that they value. And so um, for us today is, is, is what, what are the values that I, uh, I am longing for? What are the values that I want to cultivate? And uh, for that to happen, uh, we need to be able to discern and to identify people who have those values so that they become part of, of our circle. I, uh, I was in, in Cameroon recently um, to attend the um, Evangelical Alliance uh, gathering, and we have some of, some of our guests who uh, came from uh, other African nations. These are African leaders. And, and uh, of course, it's, uh, it's our responsibility to offer them hospitality uh, so that they, uh, because we lodge them somewhere um, where they are on their own, and um, but we, uh, I decided to go and live with them where where they stayed. First, it's, it's good to do that because it, they are our guests, and so we we have to be with them. But one of the reason I 
I went to, to stay with them so that I can have a conversation with them. Because these are people I know. Uh, these are people that I've, I've seen them uh, serving uh, the Lord in, in, in Africa. These are people who have something that they can add value to, to my life. And spending uh, three nights uh, with them was very enriching in me because these are people who walk with, uh, with, with Jesus, and these are people who led churches and they have ex- experience. And it was so good to, um, to sit with them and to, uh, to be able to draw from their wisdom as well as, as from, from their mistakes. And so uh, in, the, in the relationships uh, of, of John Mark, uh, we see that uh, he, from the things that he, he heard, that he's seen, um, he has the ability to choose uh, who I want to fellowship with, uh, who I, what I want to take in, or what I want to, to reject. And um, having had the privilege of uh, being influenced people like Barnabas and Paul and her mom who is uh, uh, fearing God and Peter, we can imagine the wealth and we can imagine the, uh, the maturity that um, John Mark has um, drawn from, from these people. So it is, it is an encouragement for us to, to be um, able to surround ourselves with people who, who influence our life and uh, to choose them wisely. And another element of applications... Today, it's, it's, maybe it's a reflection for us uh, today to take time to think about those who actually have impact in our life. A bit like tribute being paid to Billy Graham this week. And um, who are the people who influence your life? Maybe, maybe in simple things, you know. Maybe you don't realize that uh, as I was preparing um, this this sermon, I was I was even thinking about my mom. Like even if my mom did not do something special for me, of course she did. But but at least you know she she carried me for nine months. You know that's that's the thought that that that, that came that came in, in into my mind. You know she carried me for for nine months. And um, and looking into abortion today, it's like I'm glad that my mom did not abort me. You know, not that there was a reason for for that, to, you know, but uh, it, it makes you to to be uh, appreciate things. And so, uh, as we reflect on on George Mark uh, this week, what are what are the people that uh, maybe it's, it's 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 been a long time you have not uh, expressed appreciation to to your mom. Mom, you know I love you. Simple things as as this or. Who is, who is the person that, uh, that has influenced your life, that uh, you, you, you feel that maybe, I, I want to say it, maybe you've said it, but, but say it again. It's maybe a time to, uh, to pray for someone who, uh, by their spiritual input, they encourages you, or people who led you to Christ. Maybe this, this is a challenge for you uh, uh, this week, or an opportunity for you this week to uh, send an email or to uh, set time apart to pray as a response is appreciating of those who um, influence uh, your life.
and the uh, we look into the um, the relationships of of John Mark, and I'm going to be uh, looking into his role in 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 mission now, um, uh, how he. Um, became who he is and then he started being involved in in mission the first appearance of um jean marc was uh during the relief mission by uh, paul and barnabas in Acts uh chapter 11 and verse uh, 17 where there was there was famine and then uh the church in antioch decided that they would make a collection so that uh, they would assist the the brothers and sisters in, um, in Jerusalem. And Paul and Barnabas um, were chosen to, to administer that relief. And, um, and, Barnab- and uh, John Mark uh, went to, to join them. So you read that in Acts 11, 27 to um, uh, verse 27, as well, um, as, well as um, Acts chapter 12. Um, verse 25. So, um, and we see, this is where we see um, John Mark appearing into being involved in, in mission. Then he also went to assist uh, Paul and Barnabas when they start uh, their missionary journey to, um, to Asia Minor. And um, and it seems that um, when uh, when John Mark uh, John when he was speaking on um, on Barnabas or Joseph as he uh, showed the other day, um, John mentioned about um, this incident where um, Paul and and Barnabas has a dispute um, concerning uh, John Mark. So after the relief mission, um, John Mark seems to be joining uh, Paul and Barnabas into their mission. But it appears that uh, at some point, John Mark uh, didn't want to continue the mission. And he left them, and he went back to, to Jerusalem. And uh, that's Acts chapter 13, verse 13. And... Uh, we are not really told why he decided to leave, and uh, but it's uh, in the in the text it indicates that his decision affected the relationship between Paul and Barnabas. So it was a quite an intense uh, discussion, and at the point that they have to uh, separate themselves, and so this is this is an an incident that happened with. Um, with John Mark, and, and possibly it is something that has affected his life. But as we continue to read um, uh, the Bible, we see that things did not stay that way. Um, I think it's uh, it fair to say that it was a hurting situation, uh, seeing the conflict between um, Paul and Barnabas and and, but later on, as we look at the way Paul refers to, um, to John Mark, it appears that the, the relationship was being restored. Um, in Colossians chapter 4, verse 10, and in Philemon chapter 24, verse 24, sorry, 
And then in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 4, verse 11, we see Paul referring to John Mark now as a co-worker and inviting him to come and visit, you know. So uh, even though they departed uh, in act, things did not stay that way. There's been uh, restoration, there's been healing um, in that uh, broken relationship. But um, I find it interesting, actually, this, this uh, incident here, that um, I think there's something in here that, that we, uh, we can learn. For me, um, this may sound controversial, but I, I do appreciate John Mark's ability to say no. He, there is no indicator of why he didn't want to go with them, but uh, he has chosen not to continue to to go, he decided to go back. So he said no to something in in India, and even uh, the relationship between Paul and Barnabas that dispute. Um, there is something that they are, they have the ability and the freedom to say no to each other. We cannot continue this this way. And I think this is this is interesting for us in in this generation, where it's a generation that is almost obsessed with positivity. You have to say yes to, to, to everything. Uh, now I am not uh, speaking here to say uh, go on and be uh, negative and then, uh, <laughs> and then decide to be grumpy. Uh, that's, that's not what, what I'm saying here. What I'm trying to, to say is, is that there is, there is value in the ability to be able to express negative feelings. Um, because if you you have to be able to say to say something that you don't like, you know, and and our society today is is obsessed with with the idea of being positive, and in such a way that we don't even appreciate what is positive anymore. And to be able to appreciate what is what is possible, what is positive, that you need actually to be able to express what you don't like. You know, Facebook doesn't have a button in there that that, that says uh, dislike or unlike. It's no in there. It's, it just has like. Either you like it or you're neutral. This, this is this is what what the social media that reflects the worldview today imposing uh, that we have to like and, and say yes to, to everything. And uh, Why did Facebook not put, put a button in, in there that no, I don't like this? It's just a, a like button. And that really destroys our ability to, to express negative feelings. And I'm, uh, my son is, is, is 15 and I'm that too to two teenagers, and, and what I perceive with, with my son is his inability to cope with a no answer. He, if you say no to him, he, he lost it. He, he doesn't know how to handle it. But, but there, there is something positive in, uh, in the ability to be able to say no to something. If... Uh, if you want to be able to appreciate something that you really like, 
then you also have to be able to say, I don't like this. And, and saying, I don't like this should not be an offense. But, but the society is imposing on us that uh, if you say that uh, you don't like it, you become someone who is intolerant. Uh, you become negative. And, and, and I think we, we should go a bit more in, in, in the Bible, actually, in observing these things. And Paul, sometimes he referred to, to, to uh, Galatians, you foolish Galatians. You know, that, that sounds very abusive if we put it in, a, in today's context. But um, there is value in our ability to express our, our negative feelings. We, we don't have to be um, always positive. Yes, 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 yes. And as we, going back actually to our circle, to, to our relationship or to people who influence us, actually in our circle we should not only select people who say yes to everything that, that, that we have to say. We should have in our circle people who disagree with us. And so because we have that in our circle people who disagree with us, it's, it's, it's positive. There is, there is a value in it because it causes us to think. It causes us to reflect on uh, what, what's going on. Because if you don't have anyone to uh, disagree with you, then uh, there is no room to improve. And so, uh, for me, this incident here where um, Paul and, and Barnabas and, and John Mark have, have to depart in there, there is, there is something in it that uh, is positive, even though it sounds, it sounds negative. They are departing, cause each one of them to check and to reflect, and that gave them room to uh, come back together. And as, as we uh, see it um, continue, those incidents probably uh, cause uh, John Mark to grow a bit more in maturity. And, and, and he, uh, he grow into, into maturity. Now he uh, becomes someone who can influence other people. And we see that uh, in writing the Gospel of Mark, um, the Gospel of Mark is the preaching of Peter. Extra-biblical uh, uh, documents and a lot of scholars agree that uh, John Mark became the interpreter of, of Peter. When Peter is writing or when he's preaching his sermon, uh, John Mark was there to be his interpreter. Then when he put down uh, the Gospel of Mark, the, bus, the Gospel of Mark was basically Peter's teaching. And he grew up to become that, that person who can now influence other people with his ministry just because of this, this experience. And um, interesting to notice that um, when Paul and Barnabas were set apart to go and minister... There is no an indicator in there that uh, John Mark was also set apart. It's just uh, Paul and Barnabas. And here is a, we, we see that each one of us, we are set apart by the Holy Spirit. 
And we have, each one of us, have our gift and our serving. Paul and Barnabas probably are called to be preaching the gospel and uh, performing this miracle by the power of the Holy Spirit. But the role of John Mark wasn't like, like preaching. His role seems to be assisting these one who, who are preaching. And so each one of us actually have something to give, even though uh, it's not exactly the same. Paul and Barnabas preaches, but Mark is there to assist them. And uh, some of us, maybe our role is is be assisting, but that doesn't reduce it. That doesn't make it less important. At the King's Lodge, we can we can uh, reflect that. Or oh, one of my role today is is feeding the chicken, and cutting the grass around around the the, the King's Lodge. And some of the people, their role is to be in the kitchen and and to cook food. And that doesn't make their role less important than those who are, for example, going into the Newton to preach the gospel or to reach out or to be in a classroom to, to be teaching. And so each one of us um, have uh, something to, to contribute. In that way, it leads us to the questions of uh, who do you influence with, uh, with, with your ministry? Uh, who are the people in your in your circle that you are having an impact on on their life? We see John here. Now he's he's impacting those he served through his ministry of interpretation, and then writing the gospel. Um, he's now influences thousands and even influencing us today with his with his with his writing. And examples of um, someone else who, who influences is um, in Second King chapter 2, verse 2. We see Eli- Elijah influencing the life of Elisha. And it says this, Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, the Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elijah said, As sure as the Lord lives, as you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to battle. This, what's happening here between uh, Elijah and Elisha is that um, Elijah knew that uh, his days is coming to an end and God is, is calling him home. But he didn't want to uh, make it bad for Elisha. And, uh, and he says to Elisha, I'm going to battle you, you stay here. But because of the influence that Elijah has on Elijah, Elijah said, I'm not going to let you go. I, I am going to stick with you. It's because, because uh, Elijah has so much impact, so much influence on him that he doesn't want to miss even the last minute that they would, they would spend together. So who, who are the people that um, you, you influence? Uh, and, and this can be maybe an intentional invitation uh, from God. Is, uh, are we uh, listening to God to uh, discern uh, who he is asking us to influence? Maybe influencing in small things or influencing in, in big things. Who is there that God is pointing me to so that I can be an influence for for them, and uh, how can I can I influence them? 
And this, uh, this could be maybe by sharing what you know. Maybe you know how to, uh, you are a chef, you know how to make a good rice, or maybe you have a secret recipe. You know, how do you reach out to, to someone with, um, with a, in a recipe? And um, how can I be an influence on, on other people as, as we reflect into this? And coming back again into uh, looking at the life of um, Billy Graham. He, uh, he, he could have chosen to, uh, to do something different. Uh, he could have chosen to maybe uh, build a big company like Apple or, or whatever. But the amazing thing about, about him is that with, with the millions of people that he, he reached out, he reached out to, he uh, remained a humble person. He, uh, he didn't draw attention to himself. He, he bring back to Jesus. And um, in our seeking God to be able to impact other people's life, it should be done under the grace of God, not, not in lifting up ourselves. Um, not in um, building our own reputation, but building the reputations of Jesus and, uh, and aiming to uh, cause other people to see more of Jesus, like, like, like we've seen with, with the case of, uh, of Billy Graham. I've actually not known much about him actually until, until he died. And one of the tribute that is paid to him is, is like the only person that in this generation that can be compared to him would be Paul, the Apostle Paul, uh, because of the amount of people that he's spoken to, the audience that, that he has. He, he is one of those evangelists that there's not many in, in, in this generation that had that much impact. But, but yet, he, he remained uh, Billy Graham. And so, um, as we uh, reflect um, on the life of uh, John Mark uh, today, is um, how are we going to be remember um, those who are in our in our circle, uh, those that we've we've impacted? What are the things that um, they would reflect on when they they think about about us? Could be the time that we've we've given them. It could be uh, a simple advice that um, we provided to them. Um, but because we are sons and daughter of our heavenly Father, our our calling to be Christian is not for ourselves. Our calling to be Christian is for others. It is to reach out to to other, and 
And the invitation to reach out to others is because we are sons and daughters of God. And God uh, so loved the world that he gave his only son. It's like you're reaching out. And so somehow it's, it's as if we actually don't have a choice of not reaching out because we are sons and daughters of God. It's, it's, it's part of our DNA in, in reaching out to, to other people. So as you, um, you continue to reflect on uh, John Mark, um, his surrounding, the way he grew up, seeing the, uh, the apostles coming for prayer in, in his mother house and his interaction with his cousins and with Paul, and then uh, his beginning of um, involvement with uh, with the ministry is let let the Holy Spirit um, speak into into your heart. It's like how can I appreciate those who have impacted me, and then ask God, God, who do you invite me to impact to influence? Let's pray. Jesus, we want to thank you that uh, your choice to go on the cross has impacted our life, has changed our destiny. And you didn't have to go on a cross for me. But you have decided to, to do so. And Lord, as... Um, we reflect on this truth as your sons and daughter. But, um, we pray that uh, our heart would be a heart of uh, thankfulness, of, of gratitude for uh, the blessings that we've received from, uh, from other people, from even people who translated the Bible so that I would be able to read it. And also as your disciples and as sons and daughters, while we are still here on earth, Lord, I pray that um, we would reach out, each one according to the grace that is given to us. And there is nothing which is small in your eyes when it is done with your spirit. And Lord, we pray that... uh, there would be that willingness in us to um, say, I want to be a blessing for someone else. In Jesus' name, amen.